Okay, real talk. When did paying someone back become social media? What do you mean? Like, say I want to see what you're doing and who you're hanging with, and you're not posting about it on your story. I can just stalk your pay app and find out what you're doing. Oh, yeah, that's weird. You do that? No, I don't do that. I use Apple Cash. It's built into your iPhone, easy and secure. You can send and receive money right in messages and keep it between friends, and then use that money to buy something at a store with Apple Pay. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? Maybe. Shh. Services are provided by Green Dot Bank, member FDIC. Terms apply. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24 seven. Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right. But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Scrubbing in with Becca Tilly and Tanya Rapp, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hello, everybody. We are scrubbing in. This Monday came faster than like. It came too fast. To say something very dirty. Oh, God. (laughs) Go ahead, Tanya. Come on. Then a man having sex for the first time in his life. Wow. Rolled off the tongue. Yeah. Yeah, it really did. And my whole body is like in pain. I don't know what happened to it, but we had Jojo and Jordan's wedding over the weekend. And I don't know if it was just like being in heels for that long. I'm not sure. I don't know. 
I don't know, but I am exhausted. I don't know how you, what time did you have to get up today? So early. I, yeah. And the best part is, is like today is like my longest day in America because after we wrap the podcast, Sissy and I are heading down to Disneyland till like 9 p.m. It should sound fun, but it sounds like <laughs> the last thing I'd ever want to do right now. <laughs> the problem is because we were in so much traffic. I feel like all I've been doing has been sitting in traffic. All I know. Weekend. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, like rolled my ankle at some point on Saturday and I didn't know till I woke up yesterday. So I have like a sore ankle. It's like my old basketball days, except I was definitely not playing basketball. But you know what I realized? What? Drinking is so fun in the moment, but the next day it's getting worse and worse. Do you think the fun in the moment is... Outweighs? Out, wait, yeah. Okay, yeah. Do you think the fun in the moment outweighs the misery after the moment the next day i don't know but let me tell you what's really bad is when you're hungover and then you drink more the next day because that's like the wedding you know what i mean like so we were hungover on saturday and then we just kept drinking on saturday to like beat the hangover and then had the wedding and so sunday it was like game over so i didn't did i drink on Friday? Yeah, you did. I did drink, but not at, like I didn't feel bad the next day because we had an early morning yeah. Saturday. Yeah. And then um, I didn't even drink that much at the wedding, but I think on top of not sleeping well, it being a long day, the excitement mixed in with some tequila shots and such. I will say I've, I'm still on the mend of like feeling rejuvenated. Yeah, I'm so... <laughs> pissed because i brought my like really good lingerie to wear this weekend like i had a full plan i was like i'm just gonna get a little tipsy at the welcome thing on friday Uh go back to our room and have a show yeah it didn't come out all weekend no not one not even for a second honestly that's when you know you had a good time yeah (laughs) we really did we like totally lived it up we like rented a bike rode around town like really did all yeah, the y'all really made it into like a little mini getaway a little mini getaway yeah, yeah it was really fun it was like i mean i don't i was telling my sister like i didn't have any like there wasn't anything where i was like it was perfect except like it was just perfect yeah i was looking over so this girl shows up in a like dress with a butterfly on it and oh, then she yeah. had her earrings were like two butterfly wings and then she had a butterfly clutch oh she was like miss butterfly and i was like i've got to bring you over to some to meet sure someone did. <laughs> took photos with her and her clutch i was just like yeah I have the best video of tanya just holding this girl's clutch like taking a selfie with it i was like what are you gonna do with that well, i don't know <laughs> i'm gonna post it because the 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 fact that she was there, a butterfly girl at the wedding was just like, I feel significant. Don't you think? Yeah, of course. Yeah. What? I feel like you get very emotional at weddings. Did you see? I don't know. You didn't see me because you were walking down the aisle. Yeah. But I started weeping within 30 seconds of the ceremony, was crying the entire ceremony. Yeah. And then I uh, pulled it together. Mm-hmm. Like I stopped crying until speeches. Mm-hmm. And then I lost it again. Oh my gosh! Yes. Yeah. So yeah, I'm a crier. How does I don't does think Rex, I can get wedding. I, I don't think I can have a wedding because I can't. I can't hold it together for other people's weddings. Can you imagine my own? I don't know. I think you're so like nervous and excited and like everyone's watching you that maybe you don't feel like when you're the guest. You're feeling like so like 
you're feeling all of it i don't know maybe not maybe you can't have a wedding <laughs> yeah i literally was like i i even at people's weddings i don't even know well like obviously i know jordan jo- jojo yeah but if i go to a wedding you know red star brings me to somebody that i haven't written you even, cry oh yeah oh really i can't <laughs> so the just the wedding energy it's too emotional. much for me too much for me does robbie cry um, he didn't cry in the ceremony. He cried during uh, the dad's speech a little bit. He did. Yeah, that's really sweet. Yeah, yeah. Not oof, cried. But... Oof, oof. What the dad speech? Oh yeah, yeah. That's, it that's, was, yeah. Yes, and he yes, really, he really yes. brought it. Well, he yeah. really brought it. And her dad reminds me Look. a little bit of my dad. Yeah, I get that. That energy. Yeah. And so I was really just oof, oof. Oh yeah, your dad. Tanya and I are cancers, so I relate to this. So yeah, it's the weddings get me. The now that I have kids, the births of children get me. Proposals always get me. Even on TV and in movies, proposals really get me. Like I'm just always kind of. It's always. It's never far from the surface. Yeah, it's it's always like just like right there. I'm pretty like it could go either way for proposals. Sometimes I'm like, oof. I hope that's never the position I'm in in that setting, or that's I hope that's never how it's done for me. I do have to say, though, when I showed up Friday night to the welcome party, Becca and I were in very cohesive dresses. We really were. That were not planned. I did not know you were going to wear that. And we basically were in like a very similar dress, just in a similar like style, complimentary color palette. It's almost as though we're starting to think alike, which, you know, makes me so happy. Yes. (laughs) And you not so much. Well, I'm just trying to think. Does that mean you're thinking more like me or I'm thinking more like you? Because it's a win win if you ask me. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it was really fun. It was just like fun to have. I mean, obviously. So Haley rode up with Robbie and Tanya. And then the other day she was hanging out with uh, Carson and Allie. And she was like, I was just the third wheel all weekend, like with the two couples and I was like, I actually really enjoy being a third wheel. Like, I feel very taken care. Like, I almost feel like a kid when I'm a third wheel. You know, like both people, they're like trying to take care of you, bringing you snacks. I did. I I know. But the whole weekend, we did feel like we needed. We were always checking in with Haley to make sure she didn't want to like come with us to lunch (laughs) or do anything because we were just like she's just chilling in her room. But I think the third wheel gets a bad rap, and I'm like, I think I like it. I feel very cared for as a third wheel like i'm like catered to yeah it's true (laughs) but i will say so we were driving out and Haley was with us so it was me robbie and Haley, and traffic was just wild on friday i don't know what in the world but we were in the car and we were already going to be late to this to the what was it called welcome party we were going to be late so i was like we can't pull over and i had to pee so bad i had my hydro flask and i was like I know we're late. I really have to pee. So I'm just going to go in my hydro flask. And they both looked at me like I was from planet Mars. They were like, you're going to what? So clearly they don't listen to the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, and zero we're not support. Aware. Yeah. Zero support. <laughs> um, so that was first in the rankings. Um, so then I told them the story about when we were going to the airport and I had to pee in my hydro flask. Da, da, da. Cut to they pulled over to a gas station and we all got to pee and I just felt very um, respected by them. This is, I I just had this conversation yesterday. Somehow this story has morphed into this version where I 
do not care about Tanya. I only care about getting to the flight on time as if I care about getting to the flight on time. That's the best part of how this story has taken another like turn because she makes it sound like we had all the time in the world and I just would not pull over. <laughs> I need to bring up the original podcast story because it's not that fresh, but yeah, I remember it really, being like yeah. seven lanes of traffic trying to get to the Boston airport. It was like deadlocked to get over and find somewhere to pee. We would have missed the flight. Like there was just, it was like it that true. conversation. It is true. We did walk onto the plane, but now she's her story today is that I did not take care of her. She did not feel respected. I just like basically ignored her needs and that's how rumors get started. <laughs> and so I was watching her like retell it on her story again. And I was like, this is not the truth, Tanya. Becca really wants to clear the air. I needed to clear the air because I feel like, you know, everyone has their own version of what happened, but we have actual proof of that because we told the story right Right after. after it happened. Yeah. We should roll the tape. Roll the tape. Yeah, so we'll find that and we'll get to the bottom of this. But the way I saw it, yeah. I felt very held captive into the car. And my <laughs> only choice of relieving myself as a woman who's prone to UTIs was to go in the hydro flask. Well, I, on the way up, I got, I left on Thursday and also got stuck in that traffic and yeah, I did not want to pull it. over. And I had my hydro flask in my seat next to me and I w- we were making eye contact and I was like, I don't want to have to do it, but it's getting to where my whole body feels cramped up because I have to pee so bad. Well, you know, the thing with the hydro flask is the lid is wide. So it's not like a water bottle. You know, you can really get <laughs> it around there. So there's yeah. no spilling happening. It's really quite handy. Yeah. In a pinch. No, I we should sponsor Hydro Hydroflask <laughs> should sponsor us and we can give, you know, it's not just for water and drinking liquids. It's also for heavy traffic times. I How how close do you get it to yourself? I put it right sure in there. Spray. She threw hers right away in, okay. though. Like uh, the last time when she went in the car and she goes, "Do I just keep it?" And I was like, "Tanya, just I was going to keep They're it. Not gonna, cheap. Yeah, I was going to say. They're not, but like you can if she can afford another <laughs> wipe that baby out with some boiling water call it a brand spanking new yeah we had to just you know it we said goodbye it it, it lived on in boston but i actually had to pull over on like a side gravel pull off and do like a wilderness pee because yeah. i was about to pass out i had to go so bad and i that's the second time i've ever had to do that it's very humbling. Yeah. And I I did it. And then I was like kind of proud of myself because I was like, you know what? I'm by myself, a lone traveler. Had to pull off and do a wilderness pee. And I felt so much. I was like mad at myself I didn't pull off earlier because I was like, oh, I'm like in a good mood now. <laughs> um. So, yeah. Glad we both had those experiences. Yeah. Glad you were with people who love you and respect you and care about your well-being. I know. Thank Unlike you. I me. did too. I felt really seen and heard and loved. Yeah. Good. And Good. then on the way back, we did our, I did a Q&A and Ravi did it for the first time ever with me because we were just in the car. He's like, what else do we have? You know? Yeah, sure. yeah. Yeah. Oh, and that was another topic I wanted to bring up. I'm curious about your poll results because what happened in y'all's dating relationship was that you liked a photo of his and then he messaged you after he saw you liked the photo. So the controversy question was who made the first move, yeah. right? 
It's really a hot topic. Oh. It's really a hot topic amongst us because he believes I made the first move and I believe he oh, made the first move. I don't understand Hinge. Is You liked a photo on Hinge? Yeah, you can like like someone's photo or comment or whatever and it like alerts them. Yeah. So like you match with people and then like already and then mm-hmm. you can like their photos. Almost like Instagram. Like you can just like go in and like like their photos. Then I say Tanya made the first move. But I, I didn't too. say hello. I didn't say anything. He's the first Doesn't one. Doesn't matter. That's like that's the handkerchief drop mm-hmm. right there. That's what I said. <laughs> I literally said he dropped the hanky and he picked it up and made the next move. Well, next according move. to Instagram, I am winning that he made I, the first move. I don't think you made the first move. I, I think him reaching out because I think what you did is the equivalent of like raising your eyebrows at somebody Thank like at a coffee you. shop or yes. something. Exactly. Yeah, but that, that, I don't think that's a move. That's no, move. that is a move, a move because that says, hey, I want you to come talk to me. And then they decide if they're going to do it. But you make the first that move. is the least committal move no, in the history of No, raising your eyebrows though. is not That's a okay. move. That's like a m. That's not. First of all, <laughs> I don't think liking a photo on on a dating app is the same as raising your eyebrows at someone in a coffee yes, shop. Yes, it is. No, I don't think this no, is the it's, same. You're right. it's, like, it's more I think a wink is more. Yes. is a more equivalent. Yes. I still don't think that's because like you can throw out winks all day long and no one's ever going exactly. to say anything. To you. Going like up it, and talking to someone, that's a move to put things in motion. That's if I, I made eye contact with someone at a bar or something and they made they winked, I'd be like, they're into like I could go up and make a move confidently. Right, make the, move. They made the make first, the first move. move. The no, next they move. Made the first move. They made the first move. Yeah. I wink at people all the damn time. Maybe I better stop because they're just definitely was a, thinking that you're like they're making a move. Here's the final answer. And I'm glad that Hannah agrees with me and Becca. No, no. <laughs> she agrees with me. She does. Oh, wait, you're right. Hannah. Tanya made the first move. <laughs> mm. Here's the final thing. If Rob, if you had not done that, Robbie may never have messaged you. Therefore, you made the first you move. Should be all, you should feel like empowered. Like you, you yeah, essentially like made that relationship no, no. start. I don't care if I did make the first move or not. Like I would wear it with a badge of honor, but I didn't in this case. Like that's the thing. You did. Like, I <laughs> Stolen <didn't>. valor. <laughs> it's not a matter of being embarrassed about okay, it Okay, but not. this like, is what I feel because I think if roles were reversed and he liked your photo, you would say that he made the first move becca you are on it thank that you is so becca is so off it today what are you talking <laughs> no, about dead on <laughs> you off. know it's true it's if not he, true tanya rad if robbie liked your <laughs> something on hinge and if then you messaged him hey, first partner i would hey, say partner. Yeah, i don't know <laughs> Okay, if you said, hey, partner, that's a zero move. <laughs> yeah, that's putting that's things in the wrong direction. Yeah, that's, that's a negative like, move. Hey, want to be my life partner? <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then and then people are asking, I, I know for 99.9.5%, you would say, Robbie made the first move. Yeah, you would. I don't think so, you guys. <laughs> yes, you yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> said, I don't think so, you guys. I don't think that's what started this whole thing, this whole relationship, and Sunny and trips away, the weekends away. It all started from that one like of the photo. That is the atom that became the Big Bang. Yeah, isn't that crazy though? I was thinking about it the other day. Like I had, we had a couple of my friends over and a couple of his family, and we've all kind of created like a little group together. And I, and Paulina looks over and she's like, "How crazy is it that this all started?" on a dating app i was like i know it's so weird i mean it's just our 
it's what's our society is now what I know. dating looks like i know it's weird but anyways that q a was very um it was very fun i think he enjoyed it he's like did i do okay i was like you're a little low energy but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't sleep very much so you get a pass and not in a sexy way what because the lingerie oh yeah <laughs> you didn't sleep I much so not in a excited. sexy way i like packed it was like my it was my really raunchy lingerie and i was like this is gonna be a hot weekend away yeah like wedding never pulled it out yeah i was too drunk <laughs> both nights <laughs> Oh, I yeah. didn't even know you were that drunk. Oh my god, could not even barely like shower. Plop, but I'm bed. proud of you for showering. Thank you. Even mustering through it. It was really funny though because we were at the same hotel as this one of JoJo's friends from Dallas mm-hmm. that I dated years ago. Oh yeah, but it was so funny because we started to like talk and kind of hang out with him and his girlfriend, and, and Robbie's like, "I like that guy. What what's what's his?" And I was like, "Of course you do. You like every guy that I dated. <laughs> yeah, he really <laughs> connects with the guys <laughs> yeah. you dated. Yeah, yeah, which I like. You yeah, know? it means that you have a type. Like they'd all get along. They'd all if get you put along. Them in a, yeah. yeah. I like if you were that. like the bachelorette and you had all the guys, yeah, they'd right. all get along. I like that. It's good news. Yeah. Um, I was gonna. Oh, so y'all started watching Grey's Anatomy. I thought y'all had done this already. Yeah. Well, so he reminded me that he has because we started again to watch episode one, season one. He's like, I've seen this, and we actually got through. We burned through the first like five. Wow. Yeah. Does he like it? He does like it. You forget the life lessons that come out of those early seasons. I mean, those monologues that used to happen. Yeah. And they would tie into not only the episode, but your life. Uh Those were the glue of Grey's Anatomy. The glue. I think they still do them. I think they still do the monologues. There was like one of the episodes ended with um, with this, the saying like, why put off tomorrow what you can do today? Okay, and then, well, that's a pretty common quote. No, no, I know. But the next day, he was like firing off doing all these things that I've been asking him to do for a while. And he was like, why put off tomorrow when you can do it today? I was like, no, Grace is coming so are, in clutch. Are you going to imprison him into 19 seasons or whatever it is of this? No. We'll just stop when... If there's a better if there's a better show that's new that we can watch together, we'll there's switch. There's a million of them. There's, there's not. There's so many shows. It's, this is the glory era of television. It's wonderful. I could never go back and watch Grey's. I'm so... I'm into Better Call Saul. I'm in, I want to oh, do did Barry. Watch I've got the Barry's back. Tried. Russian oh. Doll. Better Call Saul is fantastic. Hmm. Really? You said you liked it. I liked it, but it didn't keep it didn't keep me going. Like I watched, I think, two or three, it, and I was it, like, meh. It will. If, if you like Breaking Bad, you're going to love it. I'm telling you. I was like me. <laughs> Just me. Just like me. Yeah. I, I feel like I might have to delete TikTok or something for a second because I can't. My attention span is gone. I, I cannot sit and stare at a TV for like longer than 10 minutes before. If it doesn't hook me, I'm like out. Yeah. It's horrible. There's and no I, hookable shows right now. There's and I actually, not. I saw this video of this girl talking about how she got off social media for a month or multiple months or something. And she was like, what? These are the things I noticed. And she said her attention span, she could sit through a movie without like being distracted. Like these things that you don't even think are happening while you're scrolling. It was pretty fascinating. Granted, it's a huge part of my job, so I have to figure out TikTok's not really. That's just part of my entertainment mm-hmm. nightly routine. Mm. But it is fascinating what it's doing, the like doom scrolling. Oh, and it's I not wa- very like uplifting. Like you there's a lot of uplifting. On TikTok? Oh, no, I TikTok find- TikTok has a balance. Like I'll have <laughs> I'll see a video that makes me feel like our like we 
are on the up and up. And then the next TikTok is so discouraging that I'm like, oh no. I learned so much on TikTok. Like I learned how to get goo out of my patio couch with like a Q-tip the other day. Um, I learned how to make these like salmon bowls, these like salads. Um, I find like all mine are very informational, but I never actually use any of it. Yeah. It sounds like we have a very different algorithm. Yeah. I, lo- I got this potato roasted potato recipe off TikTok, but they go so damn fast. I'm like, <laughs> I have to watch it like a thousand times around yeah. and write it down. <laughs> yeah. And the, the guy started the video off by saying the last time I posted this recipe, Kylie Jenner liked it. And I had to hear that so many times. We now call them <laughs> Kylie Jenner potatoes. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Anyway, it, the recipes are cool, but like, that's a problem. I think you got to, I know you can pause, but I'm not, I'm not that fast. Right. <laughs> Easton, how are you feeling about your, uh, Oh, I don't know if it's just continued feelings about Hillary Duff or if these are like revamped feelings or what. Um, okay, well, <laughs> she for those who don't know, she graced the cover of Women's Health this month and uh, bared all. And I just want to say when Hillary Duff first hit the scene, I thought she's an attractive woman and, and at the time an attractive young lady. But <laughs> I was seduced by her music. That is what brought me in and her acting. Uh, I, I always thought she was gorgeous, but I was never like, oh my God, like Hillary Duff's the hottest person. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I, it was, it was a different type of, um, allure that brought me in the, and then these pictures, <laughs> oh man, <laughs> I, I, I just, uh, yeah, it's stunning. If you haven't seen them yet, uh, the women's health cover and, uh, she did a bunch of pictures for them. It was, yeah, it was quite the weekend. Um, I think we all like all yeah. kind of had a collective moment of being like, oh, wow, wow she looks amazing. Yeah. I also love like the photos were just so like, I mean, obviously they're sexy, like she looks incredible, but they were so beautiful and like yeah. the way that her hair ever, I tasteful, mean, I don't know if guys, some may taste say. very tasteful. That's going to be like our boudoir photo shoot. Oh, speaking mm. of, we should talk about that after we take a break. Okay, great. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gym, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They know the feeling and their authenticity experts live for it. When that sneaker soul hits the court and hits you right in your soul. When catching a streetwear drop means everyone else is catching envy. When that watch seems to stop time, that handbag drops someone's jaw faster than they can say, I want one. And that shiny piece of jewelry puts you right in the spotlight. If that's the feeling you're after, satisfy that craving at eBay. That's where the thrill of the find meets that feeling of real. Go ahead. Type it in. Anything. Hit search and boom, you'll know when you find it. Let's call it a real scroll stopper. Right next to it, you'll see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee. That's how you know it's the real deal. And that's also how you know that eBay's got your back. 
They're making sure that authenticity is always in reach with real experts checking the things you love. Shop with confidence knowing that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is authentic through a hands-on, detailed inspection by real people who are real experts and love this stuff just as much as you do. Sneaker authenticators who make sure each pair is as authentic as it is fresh. Streetwear experts who know real head-to-toe. Handbag authenticators who've had a handle on all the details. Watch experts who know all of the watchouts and jewelry experts making sure that jaw-dropping piece is jaw-droppingly real. eBay's authenticity experts are on a mission to make sure when the thing you love arrives, it's as authentic as your style. All this to say, when you find it on eBay, you found it for real. So hit that buy it now button with confidence. And when it finally hits your doorstep, know that the only thing unreal is the moment you unbox it. Knowing it's authentic without a doubt, that's something you have to experience for yourself. At eBay, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach with eBay authenticity guarantee. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on Wasp. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. They burned us and subject us to really horrible, uh, cruel and unusual punishment. After my personal experience at Provo Canyon School, I was shocked to learn that a man named Robert Litchfield, a man who got his start at the school that I went to, would go on to create a multi-million dollar empire. He was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. The Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They prey on, you know, a parent's really natural and beautiful love for their children in a really, really, unfortunately, effective way. At this time in my life now, if someone presented this program to me, and not just because I've already experienced it, Sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we're back. Donya's still complaining about who made the first move. She's trying to find a way to reverse it. But I think I, I think my hypothetical rules reversal really is fine. I don't yeah. think he listens. To, I don't think he listens to the podcast. So, oh, I'll text him. I'll text him in the group I'm, chat. I'm gonna text, no, I'm also going to text him. Yeah. Um. So we have our boudoir photo shoot coming mm-hmm. up yeah may 23rd 
give or take give or take a day yeah um how are you how are you feeling about it great feels so good so good you got your crotchless undies ready to- oh yeah i got the lingerie <laughs> ready to go mama's ready did you really already order lingerie for that i'm gonna use the the one that i bought for valentine's day <laughs> that collar thing yeah <laughs> <laughs> What's no. wrong with what? that? <laughs> okay. Are you gonna be <laughs> I just, Are you too intimidated to be in a room with me with that thing on? Because no. watch out, girl. It is no, spicy. I'm not intimidated by that at all. <laughs> but I was just thinking about how how who thought we were gonna be taking them together? Mark and who thought that? That we were taking Or is that maybe. you? I don't know. And I was like, absolutely not. But I'm happy to take photos for you and whatever you want to wear. But that thing is, I just can't imagine it being like. Well, describe it for us. Okay. (laughs) Well, what's the bottom? Is it just a thong? It's a thong and it's crotch. They're crotchless. Yeah. Okay. Tasteful because it's like lace, right? Okay, so, so it's, it's like a lace, lace thong, and then it's like a strip. Is it leather or satin that goes all the way up? <laughs> I don't think it's either or. It's like um, it's almost like um, like, like that bra strap material. I think it's like a bra strap. Okay, Wait, so I, I have a I have a structural question before we move on. If it's crotchless and a thong, thank you. I, was I don't understand how thing. that can work. So the crotchless underwear have sides. Yeah. So, so it's like, just like, like oh. your flaps. <laughs> so it meets in the back. Yes. yes and yeah. Then, and oh. then it meets in the front. So just. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I was like, at a certain point, this is just a belt, right? <laughs> kind of. But Well, going vertical. I'm afraid to look this, to Google this, but I might have to. Well, so then it's a strip of fabric going up and it goes around the neck like I call like, like a, a turtleneck. Like a little turtleneck. <laughs> Nothing else. It's so hot. So wait, so what's covered? Nothing. <laughs> the, the, her neck, a tiny bit of her neck, and then her chest, her sternum and yeah. stomach. Yeah. yeah. My belly button might be covered. Her butt crack, I guess. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Leave him wanting more. Yeah, that's right. Becca's going to capture that bad boy. and How, I got to find the right angles for this. Do you this. have yours? This- no, I should Are get on shopping that? for it. Yeah. Oh man, just to see the square inch of your sternum that's ex- that's covered right now, that'd be so hot. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm actually God. really so interested funny. to see how these turn out and how the actual shoot goes down because I feel like we're gonna be cracking up the whole time. Like the photos are probably gonna suck. How dare you? For me, Question. for sure, my photos of you are probably gonna suck. Yeah, so that's gonna. I'm gonna be so upset because Tanya I'm like honestly if I ever decide to really go for it and have the time and energy to do so I'm going to I would love to go and learn more about like photography and videography I love taking photos and videos so Tanya's gonna get like the most stunning photos in this crotchless piece of fabric (laughs) and then I'm gonna get mine and be like blurry (laughs) mid laugh yeah just like Four chins, like while I'm laughing, just <laughs> it's okay. So, Becca, you have something that's a little bit more. Um, I think I'm gonna go more chased. of like a pretty, like you know. I think I don't know that chase oh, would be the word, but a little more like you know, 
subtle, like a little more like, like a teddy, mysterious, like a little teddy. Yeah, just something. like a ninety. <laughs> I don't know about 90, but no, like yeah, just something, I don't know, like maybe like a bra and underwear and like maybe like a pretty like silk robe, something that's like, oh. you know, yeah, more covered. Yeah. <laughs> well, anything I wear, I can say this will be more covered than what Tanya's wearing. <laughs> Fact. Fact. I might pull a Hillary Duff and just go completely sans. <laughs> I honestly feel like that might be better. I don't, from what I've seen of that thing, I don't see it being like a, like... Well, that's a good question. Tanya, if you were to wear that thing, would you do like Hillary Duff and cover the naughty parts? Yeah, for sure. I'm not just going to okay, go like... all right. Full. All right, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, she'll get banned from Instagram. No, if I'm she... going to post these. <laughs> crazy. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, by the way, I heard back from Robbie. What do you say? What do you say? I said to him, 100% Tanya made the first move and Becca agrees. And he responded, LOL, not debatable. So there we go. Wow. <laughs> wow. And he, Robbie loves a debate. So if he says not debatable, yeah. case closed. <laughs> the defense rests, Your Honor. Oh, that's so good. Oh, my God. Yeah, wow. but I'm I'm excited about our shoot, and then we have uh, Wango Tango. Yeah, so like, so our photo shoot's gonna happen next week. It's just gonna be that when we can properly do it, because I think we want to do it. In my, we each want to do them in our bedrooms, right? So maybe we do one day mine, one day yours. Okay. Well, uh, life in general is coming over for a consult to help me reorganize oh, my whole even home. Better. So I don't a, know if my my bedroom's gonna be in disarray. No, I was saying like. <laughs> You know, to do it in my bedroom. She's gonna be there all week. I don't know. I I have a lot. So we're I'm figure like out the logistics of the situation. We could do and... it in. Let's just do it in the scrubbing in office room right here with Rad behind me. You can't have a, a sexy photo shoot in my studio, <laughs> my apartment. Pull the cables yeah. like, a, like a snake, you know? It's like Playboy's Women of Podcast. <laughs> or Tanya has her, like, she basically it looks like she has a cord going up her stomach and around, so she could just, like, have the mic on. on. Yeah. Yep, yep, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, no. I, why do I feel like she's on? been practicing? <laughs> well, are you going to wear makeup? Are you going to go like sans, like, just be like natural? I think I'm going to try and be natural. It's like, no? Zero? No, yeah. And maybe like my hair, like all back, like, like back. So like no hair, no makeup. Oh just, my like, gosh. Pure beauty. Raw. Yeah. Just raw and real. <laughs> just raw and real. <clears throat> all right. I'm looking forward to that. It's going to be a good time. So we it's really need to figure out the logistics, like what days we're going to shoot. And, and then maybe if they're good, maybe I make a book of them or something. Yeah, well, I thought the whole point of that of those shoots is to give it to your like significant other. Oh, is that what you were gonna do? I thought the whole point of the shoot was just so that we could I, feel good. If I could just, well, yeah, I mean that's the whole point of the shoot. If I could just get a photo that makes me feel good from this, I'll feel be so I'll feel good. good. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, let me tell you about the sugar though. What sugar? Oh, the non-sugar. There's no way you went on that vacation this weekend and didn't have sugar. I did not. I, but okay, I did have one bite of the wedding cake. It's a lot of sugar. I know. <laughs> yeah. But I was like so drunk and it looked so good. And so I took a bite and he comes walking over and he was like, Ooh. And I was next to Emma and her husband, Graham. And I was like, Tell him it was you. <laughs> I'm like, oh, it was us. It was us. That was really good. And he was like, 
you're vegan. You're not eating that cake. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, you know, I'm just getting used to coffee without sugar and just, you know. I don't like the idea of putting Robbie in charge of your sugar intake. I think it's going to create resentment. I think it's going it's going to annoy you. He's going to annoy you at a certain. He point. already has. And that's he, unfair. Exactly. Yeah. That's not fair. But I I am happy I put him in charge because when you put that man in charge of something, boy, let me tell you, he follows through. So I it was good for me to put him in charge because it's good. That's interesting to me because when when I put anyone in charge of anything in my life and they like. But like they say something to me that I ask them to do, I immediately am like, no, like you can't tell me what to do, even though I ask <laughs> yeah, them to do it. Yeah, that's I am. Yeah, yeah. So I find it interesting because you're you are kind of that way. You're like, I do what I want. I'm a modern woman, and all of a sudden you're able to be told what to not. not like that's interesting. It's that because I want it myself. I want to do it myself, but I'm not strong enough right now. I will be strong enough soon. It's been a week. <laughs> I'm impressed. I mean, that's a lot. It is a lot. I I ate a waffle yesterday and the I didn't even need the syrup on it. It was so sweet and delicious. It was incredible. And I was thinking, there's no way Tanya went through this town with all these bakeries and like these pastries and didn't eat sugar. Nope. I'm impressed. Thank you. Congrats. Thank you. One day at a time. Are you? Does this last forever? Like, are well, you, I feel like it's like what well, they say it takes twenty one days to break a habit. So that's kind of where I'm at right now. I'm so you're just to trying like, to get to where you don't need it. Yeah. To survive. Correct. Yeah. Like I don't need to have my sugar after every meal. Oh, but it's so good I to know. have the balance. I like a palate cleanse. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. It's hard. It's really hard to have something savory. And not follow it with, with something, something sweet. sweet. I know. Especially if it's a little spicy. I like to put the fire out with like a little mint or something. You know. Tell me about delicate. it. Delicate. Yeah. <laughs> delicate. <laughs> mint is so delicate to me. It's I like, know. Like you need mint chocolate. Mint. I'm into that. Yeah. Oh. Mm. Like, oh. so you're like, just no ice cream. Like Girl Scout that? cookie season. Where will I be? <laughs> donating my money and not getting the cookies. You should get the cookies and give them out to people. That's okay. Yeah. They don't, they don't want them. They have like 4,000. Um, yeah. well that's cool. I'm proud of you. Yeah. I have no desire to join. But you me, know, what's but so, so funny, funny when you're like doing something new, you like tell everybody about it. So yeah. we were like in the coffee shop and I ordered my coffee and I was like, no sugar, you know, did the whole thing. And the guy making the coffee was like, Oh, I did this for two years. And like, he said he like needed to do it and he said he lost like 90 pounds and he was like giving me tips and tricks of things 90 pounds wow Wow. yeah yeah but i got into like a whole conversation with this man in solvang about his two years without sugar (laughs) and now he eats it like once every two weeks to kind of like just be like a balance wow Mm -hmm. that's incredible you know so i'm just making friends along the journey nice yeah i mean the 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 cool thing is you are not the first person to do this. Right, right. And you will not be the last. So there <laughs> yeah. are many that have come before so you and many that friends, will come after you. Like, it's just nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. Yeah. Um, okay, well, we're going to take a break. We'll be back with emails. You'll know real when you get it. 
It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gym, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They know the feeling and their authenticity experts live for it. When that sneaker sole hits the court and hits you right in your soul. When catching a streetwear drop means everyone else is catching envy. When that watch seems to stop time, that handbag drops someone's jaw faster than they can say, I want one. And that shiny piece of jewelry puts you right in the spotlight. If that's the feeling you're after, satisfy that craving at eBay. That's where the thrill of the find meets that feeling of real. Go ahead. Type it in. Anything. Hit search and boom, you'll know when you find it. Let's call it a real scroll stopper. Right next to it, you'll see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee. That's how you know it's the real deal. And that's also how you know that eBay's got your back. They're making sure that authenticity is always in reach with real experts checking the things you love. Shop with confidence knowing that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is authentic through a hands-on, detailed inspection by real people who are real experts and love this stuff just as much as you do. Sneaker authenticators who make sure each pair is as authentic as it is fresh. Streetwear experts who know real head-to-toe. Handbag authenticators who've had a handle on all the details. Watch experts who know all of the watchouts and jewelry experts making sure that jaw-dropping piece is jaw-droppingly real eBay's authenticity experts are on a mission to make sure when the thing you love arrives, it's as authentic as your style. All this to say, when you find it on eBay, you found it for real. So hit that buy it now button with confidence. And when it finally hits your doorstep, know that the only thing unreal is the moment you unbox it. Knowing it's authentic without a doubt, that's something you have to experience for yourself. At eBay, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach with eBay authenticity guarantee. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on Wasp. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. They burned us and subject us to really horrible, uh, cruel and unusual punishment. After my personal experience at Provo Canyon School, I was shocked to learn that a man named Robert Litchfield, a man who got his start at the school that I went to, would go on to create a multi-million dollar empire. He was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. The Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They prey on, you know, a parent's really natural and beautiful love for their children in a really, really, unfortunately, effective way. At this time in my life now, 
if someone presented this program to me and not just because I've already experienced it. Sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver. And this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Okay, we're back. And we I said emails before we left, but we only have one email. So Which Mark, means you guys got to email us. Scrubbing in at iHeartMedia.com. Yeah. Y'all keep emailing us. We we don't know that our advice is great, but we love giving it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, before I do this, I just want to say thank you to the Scrubbers. I got a really lot of wonderful feedback from uh, last week's episode where we touched on women's reproductive rights. I was um, blown away by the avalanche of positive response I got from uh, my thoughts, your thoughts, Easton's thoughts. It was really nice to see, and, we, and I really appreciate that. So thank you for that. I'm glad, I was actually, kind of bracing for the worst. Me, I was too, yeah. Mark. I'm glad you brought that up because I also got like so many supportive messages and like thoughtful messages, and I also got messages that... Um, we had a really, I had multiple messages where we had really nice conversations. Like we didn't agree on everything, but I just appreciated the dialogue. It wasn't like this nasty back and forth. And I I also appreciated that too. I appreciate those the most when they come in hot and then you respond with your thoughts and then they're like, wow, that was, you know, like it's a respectful conversation. Yeah. So I, I also felt the same way. I don't know if Easton got a lot of messages since he directed them to himself, but. I was ready. I was ready for a fight. I got my thumbs working, uh, but I didn't get a single mean message. I, that was, I got one person that was like, um, the, they, they don't like the new cheesecake factory flavor. It's this like Cinnabon thing. And they're like, Oh, it's not that good. But I was like, oh, this isn't what I was looking for. Um, but <laughs> those are fighting words with you though. Oh, yeah. Oh, that yeah. was and, pretty you know, controversial. They got blocked. Yeah. They got blocked right away. But, uh, <laughs> uh, but no, no one said any. I got inundated with nice messages. People showing support. People uh, appreciating that we talked about it on the show. And uh, it's just so important for for all women. And um, I'm I'm glad you ladies gave the platform. Ladies, That's all. Mm-hmm. I'm also locked out of the Facebook group again. So <laughs> that by design. There you go. <laughs> yep. Might be for the best. No, not the Facebook group out of Facebook. The app. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Like, who blocked you? No, no, no. I can't get into Facebook anymore. Uh, so yeah, that's the challenge. <laughs> yeah. 
All right, from Anonymous, I've heard you talk about imposter syndrome, and I have a question related to that. Backstory, I got married in my late 20s. By the time I got married, many of my friends had started families with their husbands, working as stay-at-home moms, teachers, nurses. I'm from the Midwest. It's a Catholic community, so it was all very common. Well, I'm 35 now, and I can't help but feel guilty about my success. My friends who are teachers and nurses have had the worst several years of their lives, and my business has flourished, all while not putting my life at risk every day like they are. My husband and I just finished building our dream home. It's four or five times bigger than any of my friends' houses. We also purchased a vacation home recently. Over the last couple of years, some of my friends have made comments about the money we spend and the lifestyle we have. They aren't necessarily negative, but they're comments that show an understanding of the wealth disparity between us. The pride I once felt of being an independent woman making my own money has now turned into guilt. I don't feel worthy of my success when I see my friends around me struggle with raising their kids during this crazy time while working on the front lines of a pandemic. I'm wondering if this is something that you two have ever had to deal with in your careers. How do you celebrate your success while feeling like others deserve it more, particularly when it comes to money? Hmm, This is an interesting I don't think I've ever thought about or like I've never had to think about this. I think, I mean, I try, I have so many friends and I think we're all in different, like we all have different careers, a lot of us. And I think that celebrating success, whatever that looks like within the friend group has always been important. Um, I mean, to me, I think it's really, I love my friends who have more money and bigger homes and vacation homes. I'm like, invite me over. Like, let me, let me come have, mm-hmm. you know, a piece mm-hmm. of that. So I think I, I imagine like, even if your friends are aware and they're, maybe they have days where they're like, oh, I wish I was, you know, not having to deal with this financial stress and job stress. And I wish I could live my life like her. But I think ultimately it sounds like your friends are probably happy for you. And I don't know that they maybe would ever want you to take on the guilt of feeling guilty for your, or the weight of feeling guilty for your success. I think they'd want you to be very proud of yourself. It's interesting because I've never felt um, in term, in regards to the, to the email, I've never felt that way with my friends um, in, in that sense. But I have felt that guilt of like, I remember, you know, when I first started working, I was like interning. So I was making no money for working 12 hours a day. And then like, I slowly started to like increase to the whatever, I think it was like six, six seventy five or whatever minimum wage was when I first started. Um, it was like a slow, slow increase. And mm-hmm. then I remember when I got a big increase, when I got my on air position, I did feel that guilt. I was like, I'm a single girl. I don't have a family. I don't need this paycheck. Other people need this paycheck more than me. And like, I felt that immense guilt at that point in my life. But I think what I realized is I don't know where that guilt comes from because I I think it does come from imposter syndrome because you're like, you're happy. You obviously love your business. You love what you do and you're happy. Um, And so it's kind of like, why do I get to, you know, love my career and make money at the same time? Like, I don't know. It's so weird because I know exactly how you feel, but I don't know how to combat it because I still get those feeling. I still get that feeling a lot of the time. And I don't know. I think what you can do maybe for your friends is like, I try and just do nice things for people a lot of the time, you know? So if you could treat your friends to like a nice dinner, or you can send them, you know, their favorite meal on Postmates or just mm-hmm. do generous and nice things for people. Um, I just think being generous and an open hand, um, I don't want to say takes away the guilt, but it just, 
I don't know. Well, I think if you have the extra amount to to do thoughtful things like that, like if you know they're having a hard time like buying groceries, like simple things like that, I think, you know, you can help them with things like that or take them to dinner and, you know, pay, pick up the check. I think yeah. there's ways of doing it, but I don't think it's your like. I don't think if they're your friends that they would want you to feel guilty for your success. I think you should be very proud because you've chosen the path that you've chosen and it just was different than theirs. And I don't think it's a bad thing. I don't think it's a good thing. I think it's just a different life and it looks different. And maybe at a certain time, their life will look different in a way that they have more than you. Like things just change in life. So I would just try to like like Tanya said, be generous where you can and when you can and not try to carry the weight of that. But I don't know if the guys have any, any opinion. I, I think women deal with this a lot more than guys do. I mean, I, I've had the imposter syndrome of what the hell am I doing producing this big radio show because I'm just an idiot from Madison, Wisconsin, who knows no more nor less than anybody else in this building or on the street pr- practically, you know? So I deal with that. But the guilt element, I don't, I don't deal with as much. You know, I see friends you know high school is an interesting thing it's like a starting line and everybody goes and some of you are going to end up very wealthy some of you are really going to struggle some of you are going to not be alive in 20 years and some of you you just never know it's such it's such a weird roll of the dice for everybody you just don't know how it's going to turn out and i see people who are doing way better than me i'm like and i see people who are doing worse than me i'm like oh so um i don't know guys i think we're we're like more uh it's more instilled in us to just kind of be more proud of what we have and not really think so much about how it compares to what others have. Or I think women have that guilt a little bit more, and I'm not sure where that comes yeah, from. Yeah, it is interesting. I remember uh, at the start of the pandemic, um, I uh, picked up an extra gig uh, helping a certain ABC show broadcast from home. And uh, for the first time in my life, I was getting a check from the Walt Disney Company, which is something I've always wanted. My t- I got a check with Mickey Mouse on it. It was really exciting. And uh, I was making a lot of money doing this. And I had a lot of friends that worked for Disney that had gotten furloughed or laid off because of, you know, because the parks were right. closed and stuff like that. And I, I felt so guilty because I'm like, I, my, my job didn't change through the pandemic. Like my regular job did not change at all. And now I'm, I'm getting more money. I'm getting more work. There's all these people that need work and I I'm getting more of it. And I felt so bad about that. And, uh, and I was like, I don't, I, you know, I don't, I don't deserve this. And I like, I talked to my therapist about it a lot. And, um, I ultimately like was able to be like, I'm not like, you know, if, if not me, it's just gonna be someone else doing this job. It's not, it's just, it's a different thing. You can't really compare the two. Uh, but, um, yeah. And then the, the imposter syndrome thing, uh, I've, I've never dealt with that. I've always been very sure of myself and that's, (laughs) that's, that's a uniquely male thing. I think I I agree (laughs) with Mark there, you know, um, men are told they're the greatest at all times. Uh, so, you know, we, we, we don't have those same challenges. Um, but then the emailer's point about how, you know, her friends are literally saving lives all day long. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And coming home and struggling to pay the rent. I, I understand that guilt. I think yeah. I think that makes a lot of sense. And I'm not I'm not sure what to do with that except for what Tanya and Becca already suggested. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what I think if you have I think that's a sign of empathy. Like I think if you're able to think that way and even like have that thoughtfulness for your friends and like the awareness I think that's a gift in itself because I think a lot of people don't (laughs) have that awareness of the like you said the disparity between paychecks and what life looks like but I think it's just as simple as like you being a good friend to them and being available to help when you can whether it's financially or time-wise helping with the kids like 
whatever you can offer, I think is really thoughtful that you even care. So I would be very proud of what you've done and what you've been able to make for yourself. And like Easton said, if it's not you, it's, it would have been someone else doing it. And I think you can um, use the gifts and the, the things that you've been given to help those that you love. And I think that's, that's really special. And good for you for having those feelings, because if there's one thing that we could use more of in the world, it's empathy. Yeah, for sure. And that's true in a lot of different facets of life. The world would be a much better place if we all had a little more empathy. Yeah, it's true. Um, well, I'm going to prescribe we were happy. Taylor song? Oh, yeah. We were happy. Well, yeah. Thoughts? I don't know what that's about. I felt like you just read the title. Like I don't yeah, think like you... uh, yeah, I like the title. It's like a nice title. Okay. <laughs> All right. I would say state of grace. Ooh. Yeah. I think Becca's better at this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm such a lyric person, so like every song, I'm like, uh, no, that's like like when Tanya suggests, I'm like, that's not right. Those lyrics do not match. State but... of grace is good. <laughs> don't blame me. <laughs> that's kind of like a revenge song oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> we're done here. anyways um we do have an episode this thursday it's a game episode yes, which we it's... love to do we hope you love to listen because we have the best time doing it so we will be back in a jaunt i created a game called high low and we've done a little bit something similar before but it's got some more structure to it now it's not based on somebody else's show like feud and oh, jeopardy wow. it's its own thing oh. so uh, we'll see how it goes. Well, simple. Stay tuned. We'll be back Thursday. Don't forget to get your tickets for Wingo Tango. We're going to be hanging out in the scrubbing in section. Come one, come all, come by yourself, come with your friends. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a good time. Um, go to AXS.com and you're going to search Wingo Tango. Click on that and then click on podcast promo. And the promo code is scrubber. Scrubber, <laughs> scrubber. So get your tickets. We can't wait. It's gonna be so much fun. Good music. Good times. Good people. <laughs> and good vibes. And good vibes. That's what I was looking for. All right. We love you all. We'll see you Thursday. Have a great week. Bye. Love you. Bye. Presented by 21 Seeds. Hey, you know how we're always trying to keep our girls' nights exciting with new cocktails? Uh, yeah. Well, here's something that's going to flip the 21 script. 21 Seeds infused tequila. Wait, you already know? Of course. 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with juice from real fruit. Yeah, so you only need two or three ingredients to make the perfect cocktail. But did you know that 21 Seeds is founded by two sisters and their friend? Sounds like there's a good story behind that for sure. So listen, if you love tequila, you have to try 21 seeds infused tequila enjoy responsibly 21 seeds diageo new york new york want to know where all the spring savings are this year ross you'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends yes at ross you'll find brand names for 20 to 60 percent off department store prices you're definitely finding your next favorite outfit 
We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. And don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. Deals on handbags? Yeah. Hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.